Hello and welcome to episode 22 of the Roughed Up Podcast. My name is Wes Yee. I'm joined as always by Tim Rodriguez, Matt Armstrong, and Mike Roy. What's going on, boys? Hey, how are we doing? Yo, what's up? Doing well. We're here for week eight picks. Uh, before we get into that, we wanted to start off with a new segment. Uh, we you know, spent weeks thinking about this one, and uh, it's time to kick it off our first edition of Tim's Tantrums. Take it away. Oh, only of course. Another fantastic week. And Niners and Buffalo Bills football. <laughs> After watching Derek Anderson slog through the mud for four quarters. And another great episode from Beathard. Holy Lord. Just watching those two guys try to throw a football is rough. Oh, my goodness. What is it? Beathard is now up to ten turnovers as a starting quarterback. <laughs> oh, jeez. Watching that four quarters of the 49ers game. Ooh, I cannot get those hours back in my life. That's all I have to say. I love that it, the first like twenty seconds of that sounded like we were watching uh, NFL films footage. Now <laughs> 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 oh, frozen tundra of Green Bay, where I watched my San Francisco 49ers. <laughs> oh. uh, all right. Well, thanks for that. Uh, looking forward to that being a, a regular feature. Oh, I, I can't wait either because. This weekend ain't gonna be much better when we lose to the Cardinals. <laughs> well, let's uh, let's not get ahead of ourselves. Let's jump right into the games, though. Primetime games is always to kick it off. We'll start on Thursday night. Dolphins at Texans. Two four and three teams. This these have to be some of the worst four and three teams I've ever seen. But uh, one of them is an incredible seven and a half point favorite, the Texans, who have a quarterback who cannot get on a plane because his lungs are will collapse is a seven-and-a-half-point favorite hosting the Dolphins, who are quarterbacked by the wonderful Brock break-off, Osweiler. Brock Osweiler. <laughs> yeah. Not, yeah. Brocktober. Brits Brocktober, and it will still be Brocktober when this game happens tomorrow night. Uh, we're recording, of course, on Wednesday, ahead of the game. Seven-and-a-half-point line. Tim, take it away. Oh, man. I, 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 I don't like the points here. I don't think that – no way the Texans are going to win by, by eight. Uh, I mean, I, I don't trust this game at all. Um, I, you just can't trust Brock Eisweiler either. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I, you don't know what whether he's going to come out and look fantastic or he's going to come out and look like the Brock Eisweiler of Denver two years ago. You just don't know. Um, and also, you don't know what you're getting from Deshaun Watson. He's unhealthy. The offense has been sputtering. I, I mean... You just can't trust either one of these teams. I'm staying far away from this game. Dolphins put up 21 last week. Then a loss against the Lions. And the mm-hmm. Texans defeated the Jacksonville Jaguars, forcing forcing the Jags to change quarterbacks. So that defense has uh, has shown up lately, which I think is probably the biggest factor in this line being 7.5. And, and also in that game, um, Cody Kessler put up a lot of, a lot of points. Well, he only put up seven, but he was putting up a lot of yards. <laughs> a lot. Of, he, you know, he was he was completing a lot of passes in that in that in the two quarters that he was playing in because Bortles got pulled like halfway through the third. So I, I mean, take it with a grain of salt. They probably were lightening up because they were they were up by so much. But um, you know, Cody Kessler coming up and putting is up he starting? Quarters. Is he starting this game? Yeah, he he start, he's oh starting. Oh my well, Cody, goodness! Cody Kessler starting for Jacksonville this week. Are you sure? I thought they said Bortles. Is back Are they in. going back to Bortles? Because they, they said that. That's the last I saw. Uh, Jaguars really? coach okay. Doug Marone said QB Blake Bortles will take all the starter reps in practice this week, and backup Cody Kessler will start. No, I'm just kidding. Oh. I'm kidding about the oh. last part. That would be funny, though. <laughs> that would be like a Hugh Jackson. Like, Oh, Derek Anderson will take all the snaps, but uh, we'll start uh, Mayfield. Anyways. Okay. Well, I mean, <laughs> I, I mean Bortles looked anemic out there and Kessler looked a lot better um I, I don't think I don't like Jacksonville this week either Blake Bortles with a uh QBR of 40 46 where did it go I just had it in front of me it's not good it's not good boys it's not good 46.1 oh, that, is, that is quite <laughs> quite poor for the uh AFC finalists last year Roy your thoughts on this game? Yeah, just a shout-out to Cody Kessler. I guess when he scored the first – or when they marched on the field and scored their first touchdown, he got mobbed by his yeah, team like they just won the Super Bowl. 
That was crazy. Yeah, they were yeah. like storming the field. They were down by like 20 points. Yeah. <laughs> well, so on the Houston team, I feel like the their first so they've won four in a row. They started 0 three. They've gotten two gift wins where coaches have made bonehead decisions in the fourth quarter um, to give them free wins. So really, you could take away two of their wins. But the, the win last week against Jacksonville was actually a good performance um, where they played well. So you, you could argue that they're you know on a low win streak, feeling good, playing well, or they've gotten lucky and this was their first true win of the season. Either way, I just can't trust them laying this many points with a Bill O'Brien-led team. Um, on the Dolphins' side, I actually liked them last week because they beat the Bears. Like So two weeks ago, they beat the Bears off a bye. They actually played well on offense. And then they come in facing what I think is a worse team in Detroit, and then they, they just get run over. So I don't quite know what to make of this team. Like, Brock is kind of hit or miss, but he actually has been playing pretty well. Like, he's he's been fine. Not terrible, not electric, but he's been fine. So I think you give me a competent offense and a competent veteran, quote-unquote, quarterback, um, seven and a half points. I think it's uh, a no-brainer on a squirrely Thursday night game. It's more of a confidence against uh, Houston here just because two of their wins are complete flukes. And until a Deshaun Watson, like, you're right, like a punctured lung, he's you know, traveling on bus. Jacksonville didn't touch him. Like, you know, one, I think, knockdown or one sack, and that's it the whole game. So if, if the Dolphins can't get any pressure whatsoever to even, you know, make um, Watson kind of run around and test that lung out, this could get ugly. Um but, yeah, I'll take the points in what should be maybe a close, low-scoring game. Also, we should mention a revenge game for Brock Osweiler, who, of course, was uh, the Texans quarterback of the future not so long ago. That's right. Army, yes. thoughts on this one? Yeah, I, I would agree with Roy saying that uh, Osweiler, yes, he's not a $20 million quarterback, but he's a guy who won't fuck up the game. Like, you can't have him on the Browns. Like, he's not... Aaron Rodgers capable of like carrying 24 players but uh, I think this line is uh, very strange because I didn't see anything out of Houston like their defense has looked good but their offense didn't do anything against a Miami defense that is pretty uh, pretty weak so I, I don't know where this line came from like were there any like injury notes like that would explain why it's so high at home. I think it is just that Texan defense. Either that or uh, Vegas does not does not uh, put much stock in Brock Osweiler's performances in the, the tri- Twilight trilogy. <laughs> Interesting comp. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, look at my left field. Pull up his ESPN profile picture. It looks just like the guy. I will uh, I will jump on board here. I'll take the points. Seven and a half. I don't think uh, the Texans are the kind of team that can be spotting anyone seven and a half. I still think of them as a lower tier team despite their record. Um, yeah, like you were saying, um, Roy, a, a lucky team to, to this point in the season. And uh, seven and a half. Much that's that's that to me. You got to be above average to be spotting that kind of those kind of points, especially against another fairly competent team. So I'm on the the seven and a half there. Also, I think a lot of the the favoritism here is like how well they did against the Jaguars, but I think it's about time to get off the Jaguars being mm-hmm. a good team. Um, yeah, the Jaguars are a bad team right now. They are not their defense good. is still really good, and like, oh, why is Bortles bad? And I think the easiest answer is that Leonard Fournette is not playing. Yeah, like yep. he was yep. such a huge factor. It's like a guy that you know you have to stack the box against. And Bortles is able to find, you know, the first receiver that he finds. But he I, can't I, do that now. I mean, it was bound to happen. It, it had to happen. Leonard Fournette was going to go down at some point. Because last year, he was getting the, the ball minimally 30 to 40 times a game. Because they had no faith in Bortles. Bortles was throwing throwing the ball maybe 20 times a game last year. I mean, yeah. you're putting... That, that many touches on your running back eventually he's going to go down. I don't care whether he's 6'3", 250 pounds. Eventually he's going to wear down. Um, and, it, and you can't have a guy as incompetent as Blake Bortles throwing the ball 35 times a game. <laughs> yeah, they have really, will seem to have come off since they faced the Chiefs uh, just three weeks ago. A 30-14 loss there. 40-7 to loss against the hapless Cowboys and the Clapper. And uh, 27 last week against the fellow Texan Texans. So, 
All right, well, let's go then to uh, let's go and talk a little bit more about the Jags because they have the primetime European game in London at Wembley Stadium. They're hosting the Eagles uh, in London. Eagles, three and a half point favorite against the Jags here. Eagles have been floundering a bit themselves, um, throwing a game, throwing a 17 nothing lead at home against Carolina last week. Pretty ugly stuff um, from them, but. At three and a half, I feel like, you know, wheels off the Jags here. I'm, I'm going to be on the I'm, Eagles. I'm all in on the Eagles here. I am all in. The, you can say whatever you want. They blew a lead. They, they, they had a lead into the fourth. They blew it. But you're comparing two teams, the Eagles and the Jaguars. The Eagles have looked way more confident than the Jaguars, especially on offense. Uh, and, and the Eagles have a very good defense. And where's, where's the Jaguars' offense going to be coming from? Nowhere. Uh, I mean, I, I'm I'm on the Eagles for this one. Carson Wentz has looked uh, like every week he's progressed into like the MVP player that he was last year. And uh, last week he looked really good. They kind of um, had some poor red zone performances, but their offense is kind of clicking here. And uh, there's nothing to like about Jacksonville on the field. And apparently they're locker room is a disaster so you know going on the road like significantly uh you know across the pond i don't i don't like jacksonville here at all i didn't see the like raucous applause for cody kessler is this one of those things where bordos has lost the locker room i yeah i think so well <laughs> jalen ramsey has such a big voice in the in the locker room and he's been dogging bordos since like the preseason so Dude, he's been dogging. He's been dogging Bortles since last year. Right. Uh, I mean, he's been dogging Bortles for a long time because last year, even when they were killing people, he was like, "We're on the field way too much. Uh, we're we're giving the other team way too many opportunities on the offensive side of the ball." Blah 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 blah. I mean, Jalen Ramsey's been on Bortles. He he never says Bortles specifically. What does he say? The yeah. the quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> I like the uh, I like the callouts. That's good entertainment. I'm sure it's terrible for the team. I uh, I remember in college we had a guy who um, he had loaded the he was our closer and he loaded the vases and uh, our coach goes out for a, a, a visit and our first baseman goes out. You know the whole infield collapses uh, to like you know talk about what we're gonna do with the bases loaded and uh, our first baseman as he's walking up to the mound. Mind you, the pitcher has our closer has not been removed from the game. He turns over his shoulder and to the guy who's in, and he and he sees that we have a guy named Larry warming up from the bullpen, and he goes, "Larry, get hot! We're gonna need you." <laughs> 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 the, the, the the closer is on the mound, like throws up his arms in disgust. <laughs> like, this is happening. Can you imagine publicly? I mean, everyone in the you know these are small top, small college games, so there's. 50 people at max in the stands and everyone hears this guy call out his teammate in the middle of the inning hilarious that's great no <laughs> yeah lack of confidence for Bortles for sure and uh you have rose tinted glasses about his playoff performance like he looked great against the Steelers but he's just this is not a guy like not a guy that you have a long-term faith in and he's just He's just a bad player. Hard to believe he threw four touchdowns against the Patriots just four or five weeks ago. Yeah. And now he's lost his job to Cody Kessler or, or has potentially lost his job. Yeah, I mean, he's going to be on a very, very short leash in that game. If he if he plays poorly in that first half, he's gone. Like, that, he's out for the second half. Yeah, he's just he's been a turnover machine for a guy who's been in the league, what, like at least three, four years. This is his fifth season, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's five years. years. Like, this he's is the guy we know. We know this guy. This is him. He's not, yeah. you know, oh, you know, he's still a project. Like, no, th- he's kind of a below average player, not your guy that's going to lead you. So. And you and you can't blame from, if, him for lack of weapons. The guy, he's had good weapons on his team. I mean, he's had good running backs. He's had good receivers. There's no excuses for why you're unsuccessful on the Jaguars. There's a great video on ESPN. I'm not even listening to it, but it's great because Mark Brunel is talking about Bortles, and Mark Brunel is wearing like a full Jaguar jersey and hat, which I don't know what 
it looks like in the background he's it's, he's like the head of the Jags fan club now. But uh, man, what a rough! That's a great story. I, I always uh, think back anytime I think of uh, like failed athlete investments to Brunel. And that was it. You Matt that was talking about like his like Whataburger investment yeah. that cost him like yeah, four, forty like million. Fourteen franchises and they all went bankrupt. <laughs> Wow. I got 50 million bucks. What do I do with it? I got to buy some burger joints. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That guy, yeah. He's, he almost had to file for bankruptcy. Yeah. And yeah, he, no, and he, he owes the IRS like several million dollars. Yeah, well, he believes in in uh, in Bortles' comeback. So take that for what it's worth. Did we all, we're all on the Eagles here, it sounds like. Mm-hmm. So yeah, this is... Well, the only concern is that Jacksonville, they claim that this, you know, that London, like, is their home stadium. (laughs) So, while you have to fade them just because they look so terrible, and, yeah, the locker room's a mess, and I just don't know, but, you know, it's a strong, not, I mean, it's a weak lean to Philly just because I can see Jacksonville coming to play here, you know, to rally around the drama and, quote-unquote, their home. I don't know. um, The Carson Wentz has been playing well, like you said, um, it's a weekly into Philly, just because Jacksonville is like such a, a shit show right now. I would, yeah. I would agree. I, I'm not gonna bet this too heavily because um, the Eagles haven't been world beaters either this year. Uh, it's good to see Wentz coming along, but um, they have uh, struggled uh, mm-hmm. as a team mm-hmm. as well. This does this. All, I'll say when when a game is sort of on the edge like this, I like to pick the coach, and I, I think Philly has a real coach, uh, and Jacksonville does not. So. That's that'll be my tiebreaker for it. All right, let's look at Sunday night football. We got hell of a game. This is probably the game of the week, I would say. Saints at Vikings. This is a pick'em. Mm, yep. Yes, it is. One and a half. What? No, no. It's no line. It's zero. Even. Pick oh really? I'm looking yeah. at I'm looking at Vegas right now. It's showing one and a half. Oh, pull Bavada. We're we're in a we're a Bavada show sponsored by Bavada. Yeah, the the Vikings are one and a half. Yeah, Bavada.lv slash uh, roughed up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I, yeah, this is gonna be a great game. Um, the Saints uh, went on the road against Baltimore, and that was a really really great game. I don't. It's one of those like you're on the road uh, for two games uh, against two tough opponents. Uh, I'm sure Saints got bashed up in that game. And they walked away with a win on a Tucker uh, extra point miss. Uh, well, he was like oh, like 230 in a row to start his career. And he misses one to tie the game, send it to overtime. Um, so, and, yeah. and and keep the under. In, 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 as uh, one of my coworkers gleefully oh, no. told me, that uh, that kept the game under. Pretty Pretty amazing. Yeah. Uh, that's a miraculous number too to get, I guess. Um, but I, I still think the Saints are just these are the best teams. Like, the the Vikings will probably face them in the the conference title. These two teams uh, look really good. Um, but the Saints are just they yeah they got Ingram back last week, which was really uh, big for them. And uh, I, I like the Saints here. They're still inside, so give it to mm. them. I'm gonna go the other way. I'm gonna take the uh, situational. Had a rough, rough opponent last week in the Ravens, even though they were able to escape with the win. Um, maybe they're a little tired here. Going on the road again. I like the Vikings. I'm gonna pick them at home. Yeah, I'll, I agree with you there. I like the Vikings here, especially outdoors. Uh, well, I'm. Well, they're I guess indoors. Indoors. Not, the, the Vikings. The Vikings, I guess, are technically uh, indoors, outdoors. But uh, yeah, but I, I, I just like the Vikings better at home. Uh, I don't. I don't really like the Saints much on the road. I, I know they came out with a win last week, but um, it wasn't a good. Per- uh, it was a, a decent performance, but it wasn't a great performance. I mean, we've been seeing fantastic performances last four or five weeks from the Saints, and other than their lopsided loss to the uh, to the <laughs> to the Bucks of all people, but. Um, I mean, I, I really like the Vikings here. They, they Their defense is still very stout. Um, the Vikings offense looks like it's really coming alive. Uh, finally, Adam Thielen is... He's the, he's on he's close to setting a record, I think, for most 100-yard games to start a season. He he broke it last week. Oh, really? Right. Okay. Yeah, he broke it last week. He broke it last week. He was uh, He's the first NFL player in NFL history to get 
seven straight 100-yard games to open up the season. Yeah, not bad. Wow. Yeah. yeah, I mean Cousins. Cousins can touch up a defense, and this the Saints defense has been nothing, nothing to write home about. Exactly, and their offense has been fantastic all year. There's no doubts about that. But their defense has been pretty slovenly at times. And uh, <laughs> I, I don't know I, about I, that. I, th- I think their their defense has been pretty good this year. I think their defense. Um, I don't they know. They gave, a, they gave a 43 to the Bucks, so I, I don't know about all that. But the Bucks can score points they can score points but 43 48 actually 48 sorry 48 that's i i think they can stop the run um they had a tough game against uh you know an outside opponent (laughs) that's like really what it is like they're inside yes this is a pick them and uh the vikings uh beat them last year in the playoffs but the saints are the superior team would you not agree? I, I agree that on on a neutral field, on a neutral field, I would take the Saints over the Vikings. But the Vikings at home, this no. feels this feels like I'd say they're fairly comparable. Maybe it's a you know an A minus versus a B plus, but I don't. I certainly don't think the Vikings are outmatched. I think the Vikings are still a real contender. I agree. Oh, I, agree. I, agree. I agree. I agree with that. I agree with that statement wholeheartedly. On like, if you were to take ten games. I think it would be six to four on what one way or the other, whether you're a bigger Saints fan or a bigger Vikings fan. I, I think it would be maybe one or more in the in the other direction. But uh, yeah, in this case, I'm going to take the Vikings. What are you going to say to Marcus Williams when he walks in that stadium and sees that play over and over <laughs> and over again? Yeah. He, of course, the uh, Saints safety who did not. Bat the ball down. Did not tackle the player um, <laughs> on the uh, the game winner from the, from the <laughs> yeah. last, last playoffs. You should you should be grateful. He he was worried about the player's safety. You know? That's right. <laughs> Didn't want to hurt the guy. That's that was the guy. the Brady run, rushing touchdown. Um, yeah. Where he decided, oh, his ball must be gone. <laughs> yeah, it was like a, a tag football with that guy. Like, mm-hmm. oh, I got him. <laughs> <laughs> Forward progress has been stopped. Um. All right. Well, we got a, a mix line there. Did we get everybody? Roy, were you on on this one? Um. Yeah. I I agree with the Viking side here. I think uh, they haven't looked all that spectacular so far this season. They've won some games that they probably should shouldn't have, and lost a game to the Bills that they should have won. But overall, they've kind of hung in there. Um. I think this might be a game where they get right and kind of show the NFL and maybe the public that they're actually still a dominant team in the division and to be reckoned with in football. Um. A primetime game where maybe this line should be more favored toward them is now not like, you know, they, they're picking at home. And so maybe they feel disrespected by that. Um, I think the saints magic is for real, but another game on the road, um, another hostile environment. And I think the Vikings this time will come to play. Um, and I like them here. Uh, not a strong play, but I, I think the saints magic might run out here. Um, it should be entertaining for sure. A hell of a game, but, uh, the home team just to win the game. And it's a strong home team too. Uh, I like the Vikings. All right. Strong words. Let's go to another hell of a game. Monday Night Football. Your Super Bowl runner-up, New England Patriots, taking on the Buffalo Bills. 14-point favorites in Buffalo. This is a uh, pretty ugly-looking line here. Certainly a game that, uh, you know, you could say maybe trap game here for the Pats. Uh, Riding high after a couple big, big victories. But uh, I don't know. know I don't know if you guys are... The types uh, well, to think that they. We, uh, oh, go ahead. Yeah, before we jump in, like, uh, is there news on LaShawn McCoy on this? Yeah, because he... because he had a serious head injury, which cost me fantasy win. Like, oh, <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, yeah, it was like, uh, yeah, the first or second play of the game, he gets knocked out. So like, yeah, um, it cost me I... my week because he scored because he had point one zero points. I lost by. Point five points. So. <laughs> oh, <really? laughs> yeah. oh no. If he had scored I, I, two points, I would have won. I will say that uh, he's I, listed as questionable. By the way, for for the scenario that Derek Anderson came into, um, literally not playing football for like two years and like probably being on the bench and getting some kind of uh, you know mop up duty in those last few years 
He looked fine. The fact that they lost Lashawn McCoy probably fucked with their entire game plan for the, for the game. They probably wanted to hand off the ball to McCoy for the majority <laughs> of the game. And after two plays, it's over. Like, yeah, they got thrashed. But um, for the rest of the game, like, um, yeah, they had turnovers and they did some Bills stuff. But uh, <laughs> some Bills stuff. I think Derek Anderson is like, he is like the quintessential, like, you want this guy as your backup quarterback because he's he's Osweiler like he will <laughs> he he knows how to hand off the ball and throw. He knows how to hand off the ball. Can you imagine yeah. this poor guy as a kid? Like, what do you want to be when you grow up? I want to be the guy that knows how to hand off the ball. <laughs> he plays he plays the game the right way. Yeah, yeah, seriously. Yeah, it looks in 1952. Uh, again, all right. So this is a full two touchdown score uh, game here, and the Patriots are always looking to cover. Um, Bills never, <laughs> uh, you know, Belichick has never taken off the throat against division opponents. Um, I think this is just a stay away. Um, you know, I don't know what the weather will be like, but I, I would assume that. If McCoy can play, that the line will go back to like thirteen and a half, which it was. <laughs> that half point. Jumped, yeah, which immediately uh, was taken up by everyone. It's now two touchdowns. Um, this is an ugly game. Just don't watch it. Um, I, I'll take the Bills here. Two it says possible showers on Sunday. Oh no, it's Monday game, right? It's a yeah Monday night game. Yeah, uh, I think I, I think I just I think I saw that uh, Anderson was seen limping as well. So it's uh, he's not the only only Uh-oh. person suffering over there. McCoy, yeah, questionable. And then Chris Ivory, who replaced McCoy, actually was carded in um, off after the game. So probably really? not a great not a great sign for the health of the oh, Bills offense. Goodness. This one's gonna come down to their defense, I think. Uh, and I think for me, this is one where. You pick the number, 14 is in the NFL is the kind of number you just, I think you take it and you just uh, close your eyes and hope that uh, defense makes a play or two. Keep the game, keep the game close and uh, maybe it's a 17-7 kind of thing. Yeah, it's it's hard to not take 14 points in a home team here, getting that. Um, yeah, like you and said, it's just take it. as well. Yeah. I don't know. It's, 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 it's really tough. Monday night at home, you would hope a team would show up, but... Eh, hard to say, though. Uh, you know the Bills have shown up against uh, some some of the good teams. They beat the Vikings, of course. Yep. You Never know. You hope the home team shows up, but not Nathan Peterman. Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness! Don't get me started. Yikes! All right. Well, they've got plenty of film on things to work on after losing by 30, 32 last week. So that's that's another way to look at it. <laughs> Let's uh, it's let's. <laughs> yeah, oh seriously. Get healthy, huh? Feels good to be the Colts. Get to face the Bills in that, in that spot. All right. Well, let's uh, let's pick our individual games for the day. Um, anyone got one strong strong feeling? Yeah, I like uh, I like the Colts against the uh, Raiders right now. Ooh, buying in on the the luck train. Well, I'm buying in on the fact that the Raiders are terrible. <laughs> and, and I'm buying in on the fact that they're only getting a point and a half. That's uh, it. You got, we got to get you the right link. It's three on Bovada. Oh, it's three on Bovada? Yeah, here, I'll paste it in the. Tim, where can we get these lines? Come on. <laughs> yeah, where are you living yeah, right I'm, now? I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm, getting, I'm getting one and a half right now. Well, Come on, well, sure, well let, me tell you, let me tell you what. You click on that link I just sent you, you can get three. Yeah. So, th- even three. I'll, I'll, take, I'll take the Colts at three all day. Yeah. Again, again, against this Raiders team. This Raiders team is abominable. And you got, and you, also you just got rid of their second best receiver. Like, come on. Who's their best receiver? Jordy Nelson, right now. What? <laughs> uh, I'm saying right now, like if you talent-wise, Amari Cooper is the best receiver on their team, but like, he hasn't been playing all year. He's been basically useless. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Amari Cooper has a great talent, but I mean, I don't know where it is on Sundays. He just doesn't show up. And that that feels up. like an indictment of his talent. If he doesn't show up on Sundays, uh, I mean, like you saw him two years ago, the guy—he well, was knocked out of the Seattle of the uh, London game too. And that was a bro. I mean, he just 
he just hasn't been the same player in two years. I don't, I don't know what's happened to him. Um, and now he's with the Cowboys. <laughs> that is for number one. That's a tragic Don't trade. Lynch. Oh, Lynch, that, that, yeah. yeah, Lynch is on IR as well. People aren't looking at that as, as well as the fact that the Raiders now basically don't have a running back. Oh, yeah, Doug Martin. Oh, Doug Martin. Doug Martin. When was that guy? Be, when was the last time that guy was relevant? Probably when yeah, Amari was, Cooper was relevant. Was relevant. <laughs> exactly, like 2015. Uh, <laughs> with the Bucks, like I, I, I'm, I'm with the Colts all the way. They look like, I, I mean, their defense is pretty much trash, but their offense is competent. Hmm. And you can't say the same thing. You can't say the same thing about about the Raiders. They are trash on both sides of the ball. They can't play defense. They can't play offense. Derek Carr is a competent quarterback, but the problem is he has nobody to throw to. Um, he doesn't have running backs. Like, what are you gonna do? He has a poor offensive line as well. Like, he can't he can't do everything. Hmm. Interesting. I I I was thinking about picking the other side of this in the Raiders because I feel like everything public about the Raiders is bad, and the line has to be inflated because they have they have been bad. They have made you know pretty a pretty uh, you know obviously they're in sell mode. Sold off Cooper. And Lynch, as you said, on the IR. I think these things are all factored into the line. And this is a team that is probably getting points because they uh, because of that. And I, I like them. I like them at home, getting the three. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put something on this game because I feel like the Colts are who they were leading up to last week, not the team that showed up last week against the Derek Anderson-led um, Bills. Yeah. yeah, Derek Anderson-led Bills. So interesting. It's, I think we're going to be on a couple sides here. What if I told you the Raiders have extra rest? <laughs> that is all the difference. That affects the game yeah. plan. <laughs> yeah, that, they, they were only uh, fatigued. That's why they've been losing all their games. Uh, <laughs> They're one and five. That was it. They were tired. I don't know uh, how to feel about the crying, though. Any thoughts? Yeah, he's done. He's uh, He may be... Derek Carr in 20 years um, or Derek uh, Anderson um, <laughs> I, 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 uh, about this game um, Andy Luck yes looked like a, a great quarterback against the Bills I, this team sucks too they're other than T.Y. Hilton you can't name another player on that team <laughs> they, they suck too like they the Bills like uh yeah, Derek Anderson got picked three times. They they were handing them points. Um, yeah, Andy Luck only had 156 passing yards on 20 tries, and they scored 37 points or whatever. I, that yeah, like he's that that team's not good either. So two and five this year, the Colts. Yeah, um, the Raiders uh, getting points. I think this is a a, a good line. It's, you're not really getting much value. Um, I, I will stay away from this one. Fair enough. All right. Am I the only one that thinks the Packers getting nine is a little ridiculous? Hey, hey, hey. You can take it. Next uh, one. Serious. Sounds like serious. you're jumping on it. All right. Well, then I'll, I'll jump to this game, which my first reaction was really shocked because the Browns have played four overtime games thus far, tied the Steelers, and now they're playing the same Steelers, and they're catching eight points. Like, I, I is it the Steelers off a bye? I mean, there's no Le'Veon. Cleveland, I guess, should have lost by a thousand last week, but with all the turnovers and the Bucks, just kept them in the game. But I don't see this. I just shouldn't be like a field goal or three and a half. Um, a division game against a, a hungry, competent defense, um, good young quarterback. I mean. I think eight points is a gift with the Browns. Well, well, let me let me tell you something about this that you didn't mention there. Hugh Jackson. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What if I told you he was going to be the offensive coordinator. For this <laughs> game? Yeah, he, he did say that he wants to step up and uh, uh, take more play. <laughs> Now's the time. Now's the time, boys. <laughs> Things he's been he's been holding on to this one for two or three years. <laughs> Just waiting, waiting the right time so, to spring it on everyone. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, so maybe this is a, a poor decision, but my first reaction was that's that's way too many points. Um, the other game, which I'll just toss out there that I'm kind of leaning as well, is against the Bears. Fade the Bears. 
They haven't looked right since, <laughs> since the bye. <laughs> I, I mean, like, every wise guy, every wise guy and their brother was on the Bears last week, catching a three and a half against the Pats at home. A great spot for them to show up. And, I mean, I one guess... One yard short. One yard short. One yard cover. short, yeah. But, like, it's, it's, it's hard to argue that, you know, Brady and Belichick can beat anyone. So, it's that might have been... That was a good spot for them, but, you know... I don't think they should be laying seven and a half to anyone. I mean, Jets are a competent team, I feel. Um, Didn't the Jets lose by 30 points this week? Yeah, they lost <laughs> Yeah, they lost by 30 to the Vikings last week. Yeah, it's... I that was it's a disappointment, game. though. I think the Jets are not... Yeah. A, I think the Jets are top of the trash heap. Top of the trash heap. <laughs> yeah. They're... Bears are, and the Bears are quickly sliding down from... Yeah. Uh, Bears are ready okay. to join them. A couple, couple games away from joining them. I think it's too many points for a kind of a suspect team now that that has shown some some holes in it. Um, you know, Mitchell can have a great game. It can also look ver- very pedestrian. And um, I just don't know if last week wasn't a big letdown for them. You know, great spot at home to face the Pats and you know at least come close and win, and then they get smoked. And I don't know. Um, I like the points in both the Jets and the Browns here. Yeah, I, I, uh... I I'm with you on the Jets. Uh, the Browns, I I have it clicked. Because I like all of your arguments, but the Hugh Jackson thing, that really hurts. And Four overtime games. Half yeah, games. yeah, you, you're basically betting on overtime that they're going to be able to put the Steelers in overtime on the road. I don't know, man. It's it's a lot to ask. Four overtime games also means they've played an entire extra game, and they're pretty beat up. So I'll, I'll be on the. I'll take the eight because I feel like this is probably a true line. If you didn't, if you remove the names from the coaches and just looked at the talent on the field, I think it's probably more like a six. Maybe a seven, but uh, so I'll, I'll take the extra points with you and ride with you. But that one, I don't feel too good about either. You're saying, Harmy? Uh, I have a couple points. We bounced between the two games, but um, if I told you the Steelers are eight and two against the Browns in the last five years against the spread, would you totally believe that? I would be surprised it wasn't more. Yeah, it wasn't ten and zero. Other uh, than the tie, I know the tie. Obviously, they didn't cover, but. <laughs> So the um, and then the the Bears, uh, I wanted to ask Roy. I didn't, I didn't catch much of that game, but the mm-hmm. um, Khalil Mack was injured going into it and was supposed to not play a lot. Of no, he was active. He, was he playing a lot? Was he a factor or what? No, he wasn't really a factor. Uh, okay, so Brady I'm... wasn't really touched or hurried to rush that much that game. So the Jets probably do not have a better offensive line than the Pats. So I I think the Bears are still a good team. They are still darlings. I, I that's why this number is where it's at. The Jets have seemed to be kind of uh bulldogs against the spread here. Um they yeah, uh, Jekyll and Hyde kind of shit where it's like, oh they'd show up against good teams and then get blasted by bad teams um i this looks like a line that's kind of a a, um stay away here i am totally in on the steelers here they're they're a good team they don't need Le'Veon bell um who's their running back connors he's just as good they're able to use him just as effectively um and the browns lost to the bucks and the Bucks, what were they? They were up by like at least two touchdowns before they started turning over the ball. They they got really lucky that that game became close. Um, the Browns aren't good. There's nothing that has changed uh, mentality wise, and they know going into Pittsburgh that they're going to get, you know, their shit kicked in. So. Well, you know, Hugh Jackson jumping in head first, all hands, feet, and everything. That's uh, that's pretty that's pretty pretty bold. I, I don't know if the Steelers gonna be able to handle Hugh Jackson's uh, full <laughs> energy. He wasn't trying the past couple of years. Now he's all in. Yeah, the one in thirty-one wasn't. He wasn't trying those two years. Yeah, no, they were fo- focused on the draft. Focused on the draft. All right, fair enough. Got a little con- contested uh, picks there as well. Tim, what do you like? Oh no, you you went for your army. What you, where were you going? You were going with that Packer game. Yeah, uh, I'm taking the Rams 
every spread for the rest wow. of the game. Wow. Yeah, <laughs> I'm with you. <laughs> I think it's a trick. I think it's a trick, too. It's one of those where it's like, wow, that's a lot of points to get with Aaron Rodgers. It's like, yeah, but they're bad. I think the Packers are trash. Yeah, it, it opened at 8, and uh, there was an article, I want to say it was ESPN, where 8 was the most that Rodgers has ever been a dog in a game. And uh, the Rams have been winning and covering. They have the most points scored and lowest points allowed in the league. Uh, they're the best team. And the Packers are a one-man army. Uh, like, there's nothing about the Packers that says that they're still contenders. And the Rams are world beaters. They're fucking dominating. So give it to me. Yep, I agree. They, uh, this is a real defense and a real offense against a team that has a real quarterback. And uh, total on the board. You see Rodgers take one hit, and you're going you're gonna to be wincing every time he drops back and gets rushed by that defense. He takes one hit, that game's a 40-point runaway. Yeah, Donald had, like, four sacks and, like, ten hurries and, like, two, like, strips. And, like, he, he was, like, killing people. It was crazy. Um, <laughs> That, that guy was, like, almost, like, not tendered by the Rams. Yeah, but that was C.J. Beathard. This is Aaron Rodgers. Please. They're, name the person that Rodgers is going to give the ball to. <laughs> like, like who's he throw to? Yeah. Is Cobb and Allison, are they still out? I don't know. So? <laughs> <laughs> Who is yeah, the second player? Randall Allison. He is because he is, was a receiver for Aaron Rodgers. Rodgers will make people great, even if they're. Allison has you know, 19 catches this year. Cobb has 17. So they've been injured two weeks. Huh? I mean, that's. I think you look at this. I think it's you look at this. Points, you look at this team. Many points. Here, here's. Does this forget? Forget what you know about Aaron Rodgers. Does this sound like a good offense to you? 23 points. 29 points. I'm sorry. 24 points. 29 points. 17 points. 22 points. 23 points, 30 points against the Lions, Niners, Bills, Redskins. I don't know. This this doesn't excite me, this team. I, I don't like the coach. I don't like the players except for Rodgers. Uh, I think nine is a trick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I was going to say that um, my biggest favorite is just teasing these big favorites because um, I also like the Chiefs to destroy the Broncos. Hmm. Uh, it's a 10-point game there, too. Uh, they're at home, and the Broncos suck. There's nothing to like about that team, either. Uh, I think all the favorites to go to the at least the divisional series are known already for both conferences. Um, and so, like, I think for the rest of the year, when... A, one of these teams faces a non-playoff team, the line is going to be 9 to 10. And it's whether you play the traditional card of like, oh, 10 is too much in the NFL. And I think it was last year, it was really good to just bet the favorites and the points all last year. And I think you just got to follow that trend. Hmm. That one I'm not so sure about. Broncos, Chiefs. I feel like Broncos are not good, but I think they're middle of the pack. And a middle of the pack team against a team. I mean, I, I don't really want to talk about it because I feel like I've made anti-Chiefs picks every week just because they are have looked so good. Um, and I think I'll, I'll be on the 10. Just take the points and hope that, hope that uh, we get a cover there. You, so you really you think... like the blowout of the Cardinals that much? I don't like I don't like anything about the Broncos. I like ten points. All right. Well, a, a good question for you is: Do you think the Rams and Chiefs are equal, like in power rating? In- no. I think the Rams are better. Yeah, the Rams are, are better. better. Chiefs' okay. defense is terrible, but yeah. I, I think they're they're also at home. I I, th- I think if if the Chiefs win this game, they're gonna win by twenty one points or more. So 10, 10, 10, it's not going to be like a one, two possession game here at the end. Mm-hmm. 
We will see. All right. Well, we've taken a, a few extra games off the board, so it's making me tough, making it tough for me. But I think I'm gonna go over to Carolina and take the home underdog Carolina Panthers getting two points against the Ravens. I I I respect the Ravens after I guess seven weeks of not respecting them. I think they are they are solid. They have a real defense. They have the second best no sorry third best point differential in the league of teams, which is pretty astounding. Um, but Panthers coming off a big win, uh, coming back on the road against the Eagles. I like them here. I think the Panthers are a legitimate team. Uh, they're not an elite team, but they are in that, uh, you know, seven to eight out of 10 B plus range of teams that probably should be in the playoffs. I think they will make it there. Um, they have, you know, solid, solid all around, uh, squad. I think two points at home against the Ravens, uh, who had a you know, tough loss. Is a is a fair 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 bet here. I, I'll, I'll take the two points. Yeah, I like that one too. Nice, nice. All right. Any other uh, thoughts? Yeah. Um, I think just um, I I do kind of like yeah I like a lot of lines here. So this could be a good a really expensive weekend for me. Or <laughs> a really happy weekend. Um, but I also like the Lions against the Seahawks in Detroit. It's a field goal game. Um, I I think Detroit is a good team, and Seattle is kind of a uh, get up for dogs, and then you uh, get trounced by a good team. I kind of lean the other way there, I think. Yeah, that's a tough one. I have a hard time fading the Seahawks. Coming off a bye, too. Catching points, yeah. Yeah, that one seems fair, fair to me. Giants Redskins. This one, uh, this is actually one. Of, I think one of the two games we haven't touched on, or three games we haven't touched on. But so we'll we'll wrap it up. But this one feels like a low line for what it is. Like very a lot of credit for the it being a division game. I mean, this is a first place team at four and two. The Redskins, not a great first place team, um, but going against a one and six last place team, being only a one point favorite, that seems seems like a bit much. Giants look good against the Falcons. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's well. I think we've all said our piece about the Falcons. That that team, I feel like we put away three weeks ago, and just put them in a put them in a box. But uh... yeah, but I keep betting them. So. <laughs> <laughs> you just love that Julio Jones. Who? When was the last time Julio Jones scored a touchdown? Do you know? Uh, 2006. I don't know. It is something like that. It's something unbelievable. Yeah. Like you, yeah. it it's. He has, yeah, he has no touchdowns this year. I think. Let me pull up his game log because this. I, when I heard this, I was like, I cannot believe that. Yeah. So he's mm. he's we're seven weeks in this year. He has no touchdowns, and last year he scored in week. What is this? Um, let's see. He's he last scored in uh, Thanksgiving weekend last year. So that was week one, two, three, four, five. Uh, week eleven. So he hasn't scored in eleven months. So yeah, a full year. Five. Yeah, he has not scored in twelve games. That is incredible for a guy that is supposed to be one of the best best wide receivers top, in the game. Yeah, top five in football. Yeah, and it's not like he's not. You know, he had fourteen hundred yards last year with three touchdowns. That is insane. What is happening over there? That is uh, that to me is is you aren't a good it's coach. Bad, it's bad play calling. Yeah, that's what yeah. The offensive genius Dan Quinn. Oof, oof. There, there's a guy that uh, him and McCarthy need to be taken out back. They have really wasted <laughs> some serious talent. It's a shame. Glad not. I'm their, not a fan of those teams. Their defense is really bad too. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean they've had injuries, but. Um... They've allowed like the second most points in football. What would be yeah. if you had to pick between Dan Quinn, Mike McCarthy, and let's see, and the Clapper Bill and Bill O'Brien and the Clapper and Bill O'Brien? You put the four of those in a room. Which one? Which one is Hugh Jackson taking to the dance? <laughs> McCarthy's won a Super Bowl. Yeah, probably McCarthy. That's your favorite. And which one is the worst? The Clapper. I guess Garrett. 
Yeah. Bill O'Brien's had bad teams. No one asked Jason Garrett to the dance, and he's outside clapping. <laughs> <laughs> he just has that same blank look of feigned happiness on his face when things watching, are crumbling around him. Kids dance inside. Whoa, 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 whoa. They signed Amari Cooper, so like they're gonna be a Super Bowl contender now, right? <laughs> Des Bryant is available. Like to me, <laughs> if you told me today which player is better, I I wouldn't know. And they got a first rounder for Cooper. That is that is good good for the Raiders. I'm I'm impressed. I'm impressed for them and I'm depressed for the Cowboys because they have continued to waste talent year in and year out. It uh it's it's quite sad. Yeah, it's pretty impressive how bad that that trade was. Yeah. The the Eagles were willing to trade it second and the Raiders were hearing noises from the Cowboys for first and they waited out the Eagles because uh, I guess this was happened last week on like Thursday or something like that, or uh, and uh, so they just waited the Eagles out and they just got word from the Cowboys. It seems willing to give the first. It seems close-minded to end up making that trade. Like if you if you truly believe like we don't have the wide receivers we need, but if we did, we would be a contender. Like, why not just call the Browns a couple weeks ago and say, we'll give you that fifth round. We'll give you a fourth round if you have it, uh, if we have to outbid the Pats for, for Josh Gordon. Gordon and sign Des Bryant and, and say, hey, one of you two is going to play for us. Fight it out. Like, you telling me those guys can't put up 90% of what Amari Cooper or 80% of what Amari Cooper's offered, which has been pretty bad in the last couple of years? Right. No, I'm in full agreement. Like, if, if yeah, if you're in that desperate a need for receivers... Which I don't think they are. I don't think receivers is their problem. Um, well, hang on. We haven't considered this. Perhaps Amari Cooper will be the coach. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think, think uh, a lot of play calling. Uh, that That is a lot of what, what, which uh, is with the struggles of the Dallas offense. I, I think a lot of it has to do with play calling. I was... You know, I have Zeke on my fantasy roster, and I was I was watching these play calls to Zeke. I was like, why aren't you throwing him the ball at all out of the backfield? He's one of your best receivers. Like, and no, they didn't. That, you, that's why they had to go get a receiver. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but but the fact is, they weren't utilizing him at all in the in the passing game last week. Yeah, like they 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 only threw to him twice all game last week, and I'm just like, why? I mean, he, uh, he's such a great offensive weapon. Well, well, let me let me let me tell you, Tim, their coach is bad. Yeah, <laughs> that, that's it. That guy. I mean, would you would you want that guy coaching your son's high school team? Probably not. <laughs> uh, yeah, that would be that would be. Where? What's his next job? I, I I like this conversation. What is Jason Garrett's next job? He does not get another head coach job for sure. Yeah, is offensive, offensive coordinator at UCLA. He was a lousy offensive coordinator for the Cowboys. I okay. Well, enough enough about uh, Big Blue. All right. Well, this was a good run, boys. Went uh, went a little longer than usual, but uh, had a lot to cover. A lot of games sound like uh, mm-hmm. we'll get some good uh, good results, and hopefully hopefully uh, do it again next week and have some some better things than this week to uh, to reflect on. Yeah. For sure, absolutely. Great time. All right, boys. Great job, guys. Have a great uh, week. Best of luck to everybody. Keep it rolling. <laughs> Keep it rolling.